Hey, this is Chad, Spiritual Punk Rock Redneck, Episode 10. Today, I have a good buddy over to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Um, we had several topics. It's going to be great. Uh, my buddy Eric and I, we go back from back to high school, and we used to, I don't know, he'd drive around in his black Buick. He had a giant book of CDs. He had an amazing music collection. Almost all that was punk. Some hip hop in there. We talk about some of this. I don't want to spoil too much of it. UFOs, oh man, all kinds of stuff. It's great. I know you're going to like it. I'm here with Eric, and uh, Eric and I go back way back. I'm sure you already know that because I've already told you, but we've just been goofing around with some of the sound effects and whatnot um, <laughs> on the board. <laughs> that Alex Jones one. Okay, was, he was. That was pretty good. Okay, one one more, just for fun. In the next ten minutes, I'm going to break down a subject so incredibly important. I don't even feel worthy to bring you this information. He, I, what do you say? He's a fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of truth in every lie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, the chemtrails are turning the frogs gray, frogs gay. Was that the his big claim? I, no, but there's, like, the, the, but there's like the Connecticut uh, school shooting that he said was a false flag. Oh, he had stuff. some sort of like mental breakdown or something that, that explains to that. But yeah. but uh, but no, like with the chemtrails, there's like evidence of California spraying their community for moths, stuff like that, where people are, you know. Well, I mean, it protesting. happens everywhere. The the UW here releases those Asian beetles to kill what the aphids or whatever the mosquitoes or whatever they eat. You knew about that, right? They look like ladybugs, but they got yellow. Is that the stuff that just eats all my garden plants? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's the government, man. They know best. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of George Carlin lately. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it scary how relevant what he said then is now? Oh, man. And you know what? I don't agree with everything he says, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think that a lot of it, you should just, you got to watch a lot of it. Just go back and start watching George Carlin. What is it on? Uh, Amazon Prime's got them like all for free. You, all right. you just go I back. I bet you they're probably on Spotify too. All yeah. The, all of his albums. Oh man, they're so good. I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah, he's like, I get by just fine in America by following some basic rules. Number one, don't trust the government. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, he's got a point, right? Uh, I'm just, uh, yeah. I, I kind of have to move beyond it. I don't know. I, I'm always late to the game. Like, with the insurrection at the Capitol. You, what, you were late to show up? or well, psh, I didn't even know that it had happened until, like, three or four days after it had it, happened. It, oh, you just didn't even see the news. Like, so. yeah, that's huh. how out of the loop I am with everything. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I uh, 
I try to keep up as much as I can, especially, I don't know. I, and I know it didn't do me any good with my, probably with my blood pressure and my heart rate, all the, the bullshit over the last four years. And, uh, you know how, I, you know, and I know it, it comes from both sides, but it's just uh, real fucking awkward to be American for a while there. It seemed like, at least for Oh, me. yeah, like any... Like inner, like anytime you stood next to somebody, you were, you felt like you were being judged. Like what side are they on? Oh yeah. Anywhere you went to. Yeah. And people wore it on their sleeve. It was like the badge of honor for what they were doing. I'm not on anybody's side. I don't know. I'd never, I. I'm on the side of decency. Decency and common sense. and and (laughs) Be nice to people, you know, try to exert some (laughs) kindness. It takes more energy to be shitty to people, I'm, you know? Yeah, but I'm like, I'm beyond the point like where I'm like, oh, you don't even have to be nice. Just leave people alone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let somebody walk in the park. What, what the fuck doesn't matter what color their skin is that you're going to call the cops on them? I, no. Like, I've never liked any of the social structure of american society like i've rejected all of it since the beginning like there's for my attraction to like punk rock music and skateboarding <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. like ah uh. so eric what was the like first i don't know tell me tell me about how you started listening to music like what were the first like um god i'm bleh <laughs> <laughs> I got into music what? through my dad. Yeah. Um, what were the what, what was, was the big, first music you started listening to? Yeah, he was a classic rock, you know, Pink Floyd, Bob Seger, Pink uh Rolling Stones, you know, all that old old good stuff. Sure. Um and then I mean, we always had he would have a nice record collection, a CD collection, so we always got to uh listen to good stuff. Uh and when I went in 8th grade, I got a job at Michael's Frozen Custard in that, you know, that 50s themed yeah. ice cream parlor. Yeah. And uh slinging ice cream and hamburgers on the grill and shit like that. And they've always played that old fifties rockabilly and the R and B and the doo-wop and stuff like that. So that kind of extended my knowledge a little bit about, you know, the older stuff. And, uh, from there, I think the first CD I ever got was Dr. Dre's the chronic. I convinced my mom to buy it for me from Maxwell street days down on state street. Yeah. And then, uh, from there Cypress Hill. And then I started getting into the heavier stuff. Like the offspring, I think was the first punk album I ever owned. Okay. Uh, ignition is that it? Well, Smash was was you know was their big one was yeah, the big one that, that was on. the first compact disc that I ever bought was it was Offspring right. Smash right. and I bought it with uh, Sony Discman and oh, it had no yeah. no skip protection on that <laughs> yeah. you had to, you could not walk with that Walkman oh no. no it had to sit on a table you yeah know, you couldn't bump it it had to be level yeah, yeah. you couldn't even yeah walk in the room yeah. right yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and from there things just opened up for me, and I, you know, started getting into No Effects and uh, some other stuff, and you know, from there it was the Misfits, and they were one of my favorite bands for a real long time. So nice, yeah. I um, my dad uh, had a really good music collection too, and he was a musician as well. So like, like I think that's a big I, part of it. I remember seeing him, he played harmonica, right? Oh yeah, he could play drums, good gu- um, uh, guitar, but like harmonica was his. I think we went and saw him one time at some bar out in Middleton. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I used to roadie before, for him. Yeah, yeah, I think that was before he went in the service, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
or it might have been during when I came back. Yeah, could have been then too. Be right. yeah. Um, but uh, no, he got me started. My dad got me started in like on uh, Ozzy Osbourne. I see. I was never Black, Sa- fan. Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath fan. He I had Black. The influence. That he, he had Black Sabbath on vinyl though, okay. and like he would play Iron Man and War Pigs, uh-huh. you know, and shut off all the lights. And we had like you know big speakers in the living room with whole, a record. Whole house would rattle. Yeah, he had bought. Well, he would bought this big entertainment center. You know, it had a five disc CD changer, but it also had you know record yeah. player and all that yeah, stuff, yeah. and so. Big console piece? Yeah, 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 yeah. Big oak. Like, mm-hmm. thing probably waiting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having to move that thing uh, must yeah. have been a bitch. Right? I just got rid of it recently. <laughs> I've had it for a long time. Jesus. Yeah, some things just don't leave. Did it work still? Well, no, I had the wooden oh, the frame. Case. Yeah, the sure. wooden frame was here until huh. I just got, until I remodeled. Huh. But, um, yeah, that and then Metallica. Mm-hmm. So I was more heavy metal i didn't have any rap influence until much later i think well i mean that's not true because i had uh i had a sugar hill sugar hill gang uh <laughs> cassette tape i remember the, going up to belleville listening to sugar hill gang dude i had it all yeah i had that yeah cassettes were big mm-hmm. i had a lot of them i had a lot of beach boys cassettes when i was little like that's before weird. before i got into see like, i would make my own off the radio I like i would sit too. there oh, and yeah. wait for the radio to yeah. play the song yeah and then you do the same song like on the the whole that's whole side of the tape was that same song over and over again no did you ever do that no, no i, I just won just one is good yeah <laughs> throw it on repeat <laughs> i must have been real annoying to my parents ah i would love it i tried to give my daughter a cassette player with like a bunch of cassettes mm-hmm. you know because i have a mountain of them sure right now she and wasn't having it or what? No, no. Just was like, no, I don't want this. Just give me your phone? Yeah. Is that what it was? No, she has a phone. Oh. How old is she? Nine? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's not all the time. No? No. Anyway, um, so, okay. So, it was probably getting your driver's license that really, like, sparked, I don't know, more of a punk rock i don't know i don't know how can can we use another yeah adjective that that genre maybe no but i'm more of an the attitude is what i'm trying to get at oh okay um yeah you know like i don't know i was a fat kid you know i'm still fat and so like seventh grade i was teased a lot and picked on and shit you know sure and uh i had to get thick skin and otherwise what am i gonna do you know fucking kill myself by the time i'm 14 yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess that kind of changed my mentality and I, uh, learned to toughen up a bit. And, uh, from there it went to fuck everybody, you know, I don't give a shit if you don't like me or not. I don't give a shit if you call me fat, whatever. Like I'm over here just doing my own thing, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. But I don't know. You're, you're, I think you're and cutting then, yourself. Okay. Well, because, then, because, you, well, what I'm going to say is that like, do you have like a giant teddy bear heart? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. But, you know, I guess having the independence of a car, a mobile command center, or whatever the fuck you want yeah. to call it, you know. I remember that little fucking aluminum can that you had when. Oh, the uh, rocket? Yeah, when you had a fucking pickle bucket seat in that motherfucker. And Dude. didn't, uh, 
didn't you do a, try to do a gas and go from some of those? Uh, we pushed. Of those, yeah, you know, allegedly, fucking, the we thing pushed. wouldn't start, and you had to push it out of the parking lot yeah. around the corner and yeah. leave it. Yep. Damn. Allegedly. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah, I don't know. Like that uh, was the last time it ran. But you never got it going again, huh? No. Huh. It was a fifty-dollar Honda Civic. Like the whole driver's side was crushed in like a beer can. God. You had to open the door at the drive-through because yeah. the window yeah. wouldn't roll down. Shit, my 2010. So like, I'd like skateboard across it and stuff. Like I did not care. <laughs> yeah, stickers all over it. It looked like somebody crumbled up a piece of tin foil and uncrumpled it, and then it was a car. <laughs> it was amazing. It was like the coolest was, thing ever. I put like stripes on the hood. Yeah, yeah. called the rocket. Yeah. Oh man. And we'd go pick up that uh, that homeless guy and get him to buy us beer. Yep. Allegedly. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I think we're past the, <laughs> the statute of limitations, statute of limitations on like yeah. underage kids picking up the homeless <laughs> yeah, guy. 41 over here. You had to take them to a couple of places, though, because they wouldn't always sell that guy alcohol. Yeah, they knew our scheme. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, just, I don't know. Maybe I was just trying to show off for you guys, you know? Just, no, but there was, I mean, there was a lot of times that I like really valued your friendship. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Like, I think you and Eli and Dave had a, a super tight friendship and for a long time. And then, uh, you know, I think you joined because of 9-11, right? You joined the yeah. service. Eli joined the service. I w- well, like, I was planning on going in before that, uh-huh. but then, like, it kind of really set yeah, it in stone. I don't even remember how you and I started hanging out because you were in my brother's grade. And I don't think you I hung I out with I, out I was hanging out with Eli. School. Is that how it was? Yeah, because we were all skateboarding. Okay. And I met Eli in freshman English class. And he was hanging out with a couple of guys. I, John, I don't remember their names now. But uh, I gave, he gave me, gave me his number one day, and I called him, and his brother answered the phone. He was being a, a prick. And I uh, mouthed off to him a little bit, and then Eli got on the phone, and we started hanging out from there. And then you were skateboarding with him a lot, right? Yeah. And Brady and uh, those other guys. Yeah, well, like I'd met dave because i went to school with his cousin i was in class with his yeah class with his cousin and then we met at he had a party at his house and then i met dave and then we went to a marilyn manson concert and that was the first like we went to marilyn manson at the barrymore i was at that show with you guys yeah Yeah, i think rob zombie opened didn't he i don't remember huh no it was new york loose wasn't it no that was the second time i saw him there (laughs) That's right. I've seen Marilyn Manson twice. Isn't that weird? It was a good show. Yeah. Portrait of American Family is still a pretty decent album. Yeah. Um, But, uh, no, that was like the first show that I went to that wasn't like a country music concert with my parents. Okay. Because like, I'd been to other, I'd been to like Brooks and Dunn. Alan and, Jackson, and, and Travis Tritt, yeah, stuff like that. Here, they had the, here's a quarter, call <laughs> someone who cares, and uh they like made this announcement. They were like, "If one quarter hits the stage, the show will end." <laughs> That's a rowdy bunch, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Well, I guess apparently, like a lot of people throw quarters, and it gets sure. slippery after a while. Well, that and probably getting hit in the eye with a quarter is not great either. <laughs> yeah, I think my first concert was Filter. I saw him at the Param. I think it was the Param. Oh, you saw Filter? Yeah, over off on Park Street, and Everclear opened for him. Oh, man. That was a pretty cool show. I remember how scared. I, it was in ninth grade, and I remember I went with Brian Stevens, uh, a couple other guys in my grade, and we went over there, and I remember how scared I was to go in the pit for the first time. No, I was only in eighth grade when I went to Manson, and yeah. I went in the pit right yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, I was like, 
I remember it was so packed that I could pick my feet up off the floor and the crowd like would hold me up in place. <laughs> I was so little too. How they packed them. They must have been past the fire code for that. Oh you know? yeah, dude. That place was, I remember like the walls were just wet. Oh yeah. This, this, the, like, that used to happen at the rave too. The yeah. walls would sweat from all yeah. the people in there. Oh man. Oh, and that was when you could still smoke in those places too. You remember how gnarly. It would oh be? yeah. Oh, you'd walk out of there smelling like an ashtray. Yeah. That was real gnarly. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, what else at the Barrymore? God, I've seen. I saw less than Jake there probably yep. half a dozen times. So have I. Goldfinger. Yeah. Bloodhound Gang. I saw all there. No, I haven't seen all. I saw Weezer there and got the bass player's pick. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I saw Violent Femmes play there. That nice. Was a cool show. Yeah. Smash Mouth. I've never seen Smash Mouth. I saw Smash I've Mouth there. Never seen Smash Mouth. They played. I didn't get to see. I wanted to go see Presidents in the United States of that America. Would have been a good show. I wa- I was gonna go that night, and I asked my mom, and I never asked. She usually, I would have just went because right, I yeah. just take the bus down there. Uh, yeah, and I was just kind of lazy, and I didn't want to. It was only twelve bucks. Regrets, regrets. Yeah. How about the Mango Grill? Oh, that was a good place. I saw Anti Flag there. Really? Yeah. Back when I was like, I must have been a freshman well, that's the same there. as ninth grade yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess i mean uh, no i went to that manson concert in eighth grade okay yeah and then so dave would have been a sophomore dave you yeah you would have been oh okay yeah we're sophomores yeah yeah because he was hanging out with a bunch of goth kids and shit dating one of the, some goth girl or something uh, i don't know huh. back when he had the red pontiac yeah. Oh, yeah. We used to drive up and down Acewood Boulevard because they didn't have the side or the the curbs and the gutters. And so in the spring, oh, you don't have to tell me up. about where there's no gutters. <laughs> I had the rocket. Remember? <laughs> when the snow would melt, we'd splash all the kids getting off the buses and the puddles. That's awful. Oh, we were terrible kids. I know. Like I remember a lot of the terrible shit that we did and we don't have to get into too no, much of no, it because we don't, we, we don't want to get into yeah. too many incriminating right. things but what i want to get to is that like i don't see kids doing that anymore no it's, it's i blame the internet i don't know maybe they are just not maybe just not in my neighborhood i don't mm-hmm. know like i don't just see like groups of kids out fucking around anymore yeah you, I mean, you hear about it on the fucking the news, cars getting stolen and shit. Maybe they're just taking it to the next level. No, but I mean, like, I remember I went to Party City the other day to get some balloons. And uh, I remember, like, skateboarding right there in front of that shop. And I was thinking about how, like, you know, myself and a group of hoodlums are just out there. And that the shop owner would come and ask us to leave and we'd leave. But then I was thinking, you know what, we... It's not like we'd be there forever anyway. We're going to meander on. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's, you know, you, I don't often, I, maybe just, I'm not paying attention to it, though, you know? I don't know. I'm still looking for spots, man. Do you? Like, I can't, it's how I perceive the world. Sure. I perceive the world as skateboarding places, and I hate to admit it, parkour. No, no. Well, I I don't know. It, I like jumping around on shit yeah, well, and i've been watching these british guys on youtube yeah. with the kids it's impressive man and it's not something i could ever do no but, but these hardcore it's like a group of guys uh storo i'm gonna give a shout out to those guys hey they're trying to get like some trying to top over some subscriber number too they're really close to uh, YouTube? so 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So subscribe to those Storo guys and watch them. They're these British dudes that jump around all over these places. Uh-huh. Um, but they do little competitions with each other and they're good, man. They, right. There's some like real Spider-Man. And what I didn't know was, uh, what's that? Have you seen the movie? It's like, um, nine dead or something like that with, uh, uh, Ben Wilder. No, I don't think so. It's on Netflix. Van Wilder is the main character. I don't. Of course, I don't know is his that, real name. <laughs> uh, that's the Deadpool guy, right? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's the main. He's the. He's the main character in this movie. Is it old? No, it's pretty new. It's really good though. Huh. Um, but it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's called like Seven Dead or Nine Dead. I don't know. It's about like this group of people that have all been wiped off you know like they're physically or they're essentially digitally dead or whatever okay so they're ghost people but they're like writing the wrongs of the world together that actually sounds pretty good but it's on netflix yeah it's super good but like there's a one dude that's a part of the crew that's like a super parkour guy okay and he does all this crazy shit like way up on top of skyscrapers and stuff yeah but these guys are the ones that did the stunts for him okay and i didn't know that and like i'd been watching a video and then they it was just like a little blip he was like this is kind of like when we did the stunts for that like they weren't bragging about her it just Uh had passed by and i was like oh i'd seen that that is super cool they uh didn't wasn't there a bunch of parkour in that one of those new James Bond movies too. At the very beginning, I, I swear, seen like he's running all over the place and jumping off of shit. I don't know. There is, there does seem to be like a stylistic, like way to the to how parkour is performed. Mm-hmm. It's not just the simple function of going from one place to another. It's stylish as well. Yeah, but there's almost like a like a specific mechanics that makes it parkour. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how they explain that. Like, it's not just the fact that you're, and I'm not a parkour expert. Let's Mm. get that straight. Like, I can barely jump from one rock to another. (laughs) (laughs) I could still ollie and kickflip, though. Uh So, um. Important things. Yeah. Let's get that straight. Okay. Um, um, But, uh, so, the like, what I'm saying is, like just how like if you're gonna just do a straight jump from one object to another, like how the feet are together and they put their knees like really close together and squat down and swing their arms perfectly and then make the jump. And I suppose like that's the best. I don't know. It just seems like a, a very specific way that they do everything. It feels parkour when okay. you're performing it as such well maybe it's low impact or something it less you know wear and tear on the joints and definitely like that. yeah that's part of it like when you land you want to land so that you're taking the impact appropriately mm-hmm. all that stuff mm-hmm. yeah and so like in so like and because of that it's not messy or there's no like flailing, flailing. Yeah, yeah arms or anything yeah, yeah, yeah like everything is tight tight yeah all the motions of the entire body are tight and mm-hmm. precise mm-hmm. yeah and um I don't know. I I just like the creativity aspect of it and it's something that I can do anywhere, you it know. It doesn't cost any money to do it. Yeah, and I like being that weird guy that's walking down the wall instead of the sidewalk cuz <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> cuz I know that like if I want to stay alive, I got to keep moving mm-hmm. and it's more fun for me to 
make it interesting at least. Huh? Well, um, I'm just trying to break the rules every way I can. <laughs> <laughs> Following the rules is boring. Oh, uh, it's hard because I don't like I'm I'm like a real grown up now with kids. Yeah, but I don't. I just don't want to get yelled at by other grown ups anymore for the shit that I'm doing. Just tell people to mind their own fucking business. Well, it's hard in today's atmosphere where everyone wants to police everybody else's behavior. Yeah. I don't know. What do you do? I get angry, and I'm trying not to. Yeah. I get a lot of, I get a lot of rage. I have a lot of... Uh, it's a struggle for me. I uh, have a lot of misanthropy in me, I think, where I just have nothing but disdain for people. And it's something that I always have to remember to try to be more positive and have a, a better positive mental attitude about things and really be aware of the way that I carry myself and the way that the, the, or the way I portray myself to the world, you know? Yeah. I mean, it sucks that you have to like consciously make yourself not think negatively though. It's hard. It's especially with the environment, you know, the, it's so much shit going on that 24 hour news cycle, everything blasting into your eyes and then something else, you know, the next thing's coming in 10 minutes later. That's why I'm not, why, that's, that's why, why I don't you know. disconnect. You're smart. Well, yeah. I still watch shit, but I watch the shit I want. I started watching Wayne last night. Have you seen that? I don't know what I'm talking about TV. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know what Wayne is. Uh, I watched I, I got rid of Netflix cause I felt like, uh, there's some like, uh, conspiratorial connections between uh cultural programming and the way that they want you to think uh just the netflix agenda mm-hmm. <laughs> like they took away uh they took away um there i go banging ah uh, duncan trussell's midnight gospel oh, i don't know what that is oh man because they're getting too close to the truth man <laughs> it was something li- like like it was deep and heavy, but it was good for the soul and heart, right? Yeah. It wasn't deep and heavy and a murder mystery. You know, it wasn't negative and like... With superheroes. Yeah. And, well, think about it. Shit's so easy now that, like, yeah. you have to suffer, like, vicariously through the screen instead of just in your own day-to-day. Yeah, I mean, you... The minimal amount of human contact that people have, even, I think, before COVID times, everybody's attached to the screen, you know? What are you doing this weekend? Oh, nothing. I'm going to go home and watch Netflix, you know, and, and do my laundry, maybe. Well, <laughs> what did we do before we had Netflix? You had to interact with people, you know? Write letters, you man. Yeah, you didn't... Work on my penmanship. Yeah, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't have that instant gratification of Amazon. I'm going to start using that one. That you want. I'm going to start using that one. What? Telegrams. What do you get? What do you what do you got going on this weekend? I think I'm going to work on my penmanship, <laughs> yeah, my calligraphy. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm not that uptight. I'm not going to call it calligraphy. I'm just call it my penmanship. I'm going to write some letters. Some some. Yes, I do have letters. an inkwell and a feather. Yes, <laughs> some parchment just for decoration. Parchment, just for practice, though. Ugh. Penmanship. What are you doing to create these days, Eric? What do you, I don't do a lot. I work a lot. I uh, got two little dogs. I've got two little chihuahuas that I spend a lot of time with. What are your chihuahuas called? Uh, spaghetti and meatballs. Perfect. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I've been walking them a lot, trying to get out more exercise and, and get some fresh air and stuff. I'm excited. I've got my vaccines. I'm looking forward to doing a little bit of traveling later this year. Oh, yeah. Do you have to, do you get like a pass card? Did you get a certification? Well, no, because when the nanobot, the nanobots that they put in with the vaccine, it tells them where I'm at and when the last time Oh, I well, then the that's simple. That but, yeah, I mean, I already carry a phone, so. Right. I mean, they've got it anyways. Yeah. And then but. my dog's always with me and she's got a microchip. No, you know, I applied for my... <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, mean, yeah. oh, I was thinking about that. That's how deep my brain goes when I'm out walking with the dog <laughs> and I left chip. a phone in the truck yeah. and I'm like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> and I say, no where's knows where I'm at anyways. Fuck. Yeah. They still know. Yeah. Gotta leave the dog at home when I'm doing my yeah. nefarious things too. It's almost impossible to murder somebody now and get away with it, you know, because all the microchips and cameras everywhere. You think so? I don't well. I don't know. <laughs> those two guys went down to Missouri, and it took them how long to find those guys? You remember? Did you hear about that? See, I don't know about uh, Missouri guys. It was big on the news, and uh, two Wisconsin dudes went down there to purchase some cattle, I think, or something, and they went missing. And the remains were found on some farm, a short uh, that they had searched multiple times. And I don't know, it was some weird story. I didn't follow the whole thing. UFOs? Maybe could be. Do you believe in UFOs? Yeah. 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 There has to be. What evidence do you believe? What, 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 what? The United States has just released information showing, and okay, this is the United States government here, and I know, you know. Okay, yeah, George some, Carlin lets us know what, exactly what they're about. how trustworthy they are. Um, but I, I, there was something I just read the other day uh, about uh, the U.S. government acknowledged that some lights, were, they had no idea what they were, that they were extra, not extraterrestrial necessarily, but uh, unidentified. Okay. Lights or objects flying around some some navy planes or something like that. Okay, that's recent. Mm-hmm. And then that that happened recently, and they also released the information recently. I, it was released recently. I couldn't tell you how how long how ago because it could have been like yeah, two thousand seven. You know what yeah, I mean? For how many years? Yeah, yeah. Like the JFK JFK tapes. You know, what do those tell us? Nothing. They're they're not accessible to the public. Oh shucks. I don't. I think they extended the. Sucks that we have to pay for that stuff, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the storage of it, yeah. <laughs> no, so like, okay, before the United States government say, telling you that there's aliens, did you believe that there was? Oh, UF- yeah, absolutely. Okay, and then I think the so, universe is way too big. Okay, so like, you're just your scientific knowledge and perception of the size of the universe, like the Fermi paradox. Like the, I don't it, know what the Fermi paradox is. It just is, means it's too big for us not uh, to be alone. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, bam, when did you come to that conclusion? I mean, I don't know if I've ever really, like, sat down and thought hard about it. It just, to me, it it's just, I, I don't know, it's common sense. Probably the wrong explanation for it, but yeah, to me it's just, what about like as infinite as the universe is and it is continuing to expand like we can't be the end all be all like as dumb as we are on this fucking ball of mud dude i feel dumb yeah <laughs> as dumb as we are on this ball of mud fighting over shit that's inconsequential yeah you know uh it's got to be more out there right hopefully sure, sure. I, I mean i'd probably lose all faith in everything if if we if were I, just alone on the rock yeah just drifting on a dead stone through space 
That's what they want you to believe, though, right? That's what the, I, their narrative has been know. up until just recently. Well, can you imagine the mass Isn't that hysteria? the narrative, though? Well, yeah, but imagine the mass hysteria. That's what everybody that says, be. but I don't believe that. You don't believe what? The mass hysteria. I've always heard that as an excuse from the, from like, well, okay. Let me step back. I haven't always. Let's not get into absolutes. Okay. Here. All right. The government has said, or, you know, like, if this was released to the public, the media, whenever there's a cover-up, it's because they're protecting us from mass hysteria. Okay, like, what would that look like? Look what happened on January 6th, when people couldn't believe that an election hadn't been stolen. What happened? Eh. Uh, (laughs) You just disregard that because it's not convenient? Yeah. I don't know, man. You think that what are they going to do though? Like they, at least there's a target there though. Like do you see what I mean? Yeah, I don't I, We going to look start shooting at the sky? Have you seen Mars attacks, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Wake up in peace. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so, man. I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's it's I feel like the Okay. Americans, an, an, a, a typical American reaction to an unknown thing in the woods is to kill it. Right? Exactly. <laughs> right? Right. I think that is fading. How so? I think that more people are less inclined. Okay, as an avid woodsman, I go into the woods in the dark and come out in the dark, like way out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. There's no way I would just shoot at something unless I absolutely had to, especially if it was bipedal. Walking around on two legs, I'm not going to fucking shoot it. Just, I mean, have you seen something walking around on two legs in the woods? Let me no, ask you. I you asked me about okay. UFOs. Do you believe in Sasquatch? Okay. Uh, no, but. Why? What okay, I don't. Proof do I don't. I don't believe in Sasquatch in the traditional like sense, like some hairy ape-looking thing that's eight feet tall stomping around in the woods. Yeah, it would eat too much and okay. shit too much for us to not know. Trail cameras all over America would have picked it up by now. He could be crafty. Oh, he's crafty. Knows where all the trail cameras are. He's an IR. <laughs> You'd have hit one by the, with a car by now. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I'm telling you. So they probably have, they're probably just on a different frequency from us. Aliens? And Sasquatch. Oh. And he just fucking blips in, blips out. Yeah. I mean, it could be, I don't know. That seems more. An entirely different type of biology. I mean, than- yeah. I mean, you go with the multi-universe theory like where every decision splits off into another universe basically like accidentally sasquatch has a vortex somewhere in <laughs> oregon like sharknado but with, with yeah sasquatch yeah i don't know yeah. right. i don't know all right fair right it's fair that's all the right. only way that's the only way i'm buying a sasquatch okay. is if he's if he's able to uh travel interdimensionally basically <laughs> Interdimensional Sasquatch. It's the only way I'm buying them. All right. <laughs> so aliens, though, like greys, right? Let's call them greys. Oh, 
I've listened to some podcasts about aliens, and apparently there's seven different types of alien races. Okay. I don't know anything else other than that. I'm not. Are we one of the seven then? Uh, I don't remember. But what makes us unique is our ability to feel emotionally, though, right? I had no idea. Well, you know about all these aliens. You don't know what makes us special? I I don't, but Grays is one of the names of them, I guess. Grays are the big eyes and skinny. Yeah, the big Big heads. The the traditional alien is a. Yeah, they're just called Grays. Okay. So that's what. What's his name? Travis, the fire in the sky guy. Okay. Do you remember that? I remember it, but I never saw it or read it. Okay, so you should watch the movie. They might be doing a remake. Rogan recently had him on his podcast. Oh, yeah. The actual guy. It's really good. Mm. And he does get him to open up about some stuff that he's, like, never talked about before. Huh. So it's definitely worth a watch or listen. Um, Mm -hmm. I just remember his first name's Travis, but his Fire in the Sky guy got abducted for, like, five days aboard a ship. I just remember the movie poster was, like, him being lifted. Lifted. In a wooded, like, a pine... But there's there's witnesses to it though. Yeah, he see, was there, in the that's truck my, with that's seven. With he was one of seven guys, and the other six guys saw it happen. Huh? Yeah. Well, you know, and then like dudes catatonic. But what's crazy is he's followed up with it the rest of his life and continued to explore this world. Okay. Like, and you know, he goes back to the site and like, there's physical evidence of the abduction there. Um, from on one of the trees, which has abnormal growth on the one side, um, which is it's uh, like a symptom or indicative of uh, radiation exposure, and they have uh, similar examples at Chernobyl, and that's how like they compared them. Did he have radiation? Damage yeah, to dude. Too? This dude goes. Yeah, the he's Travis got, dude yeah, really? yeah, all that stuff. He's like Mr. Burns yeah. walking out of the woods, huh? just going green. Yep, yep. But uh, so then, recently, like I've looked at what are they? Um, crop circles. Crop. God, remember they were super in the news when we were kids. Yeah. And then, like, sooner or later, they were just like, oh, it's a hoax. And mm-hmm. then they showed these one people with some strings and some wood. Okay. Right? Yeah, like walking on these big, long planks and mashing the corn down. Yeah. And, um, but then if you look at the versions of the hoaxes uh-huh. and then the versions of, like, the other ones, they're insane. Like, there's this one that's, like... 500 circles like in this giant geometrical pattern of another like spiral universe looking thing that was always perfect and it like happened on a night that it was pouring rain and there's not a single thing broken and there's no footprints do you remember they always look like what was that toy you had when you were a kid they're the plastic round oh yeah yeah spirographs or whatever yeah Yeah, yeah. they always look like those yeah but you know what's uh, uh i was thinking when you were talking about uh the Travis kid that was abducted. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd always have this shaky eight millimeter camera footage of UFOs and shit coming out. And this is, yeah. it was a light in the sky that flashed across the screen, you know, in half a second and you can never confirm what it was. Yeah. But with the amount of phones and cameras that people have nowadays and no one's caught a definitive picture of a UFO or anything like that. So then look at the, um, and the same, could the be Phoenix, the Phoenix lights though. I don't know about that. Okay. So, that's like a huge sighting where like this enormous V-shaped ship with giant lights on it that was like 
from tip to tip, it was like two miles long or something like that. It's huge, massive ship. When did this? And happen? it just slowly floated over Phoenix, and like everybody saw it. I never even heard about that. Yeah, and then uh, I'm uh, I'm out of the loop on UFO. Yeah, news. well, I just learned about that recently too. Same thing with the like right when I was you know within the last week. I okay seen this and well yeah what were those silver monolith things that they kept finding all over the place didn't they find one down in like utah or something and it was this all silver looking tall monolith that oh, just appeared know. in the desert one day and then it was gone a short while later oh that sounds crazy they, cool yeah and then they found it somewhere in the, over i think in the middle east or something like that in northern africa maybe or something the same thing was seen or photographed over there too it was all over the news for i don't know a couple of news cycles wow. last year at some point, and then all of a sudden it just disappeared, and I never heard anything else at the. But I never researched it either, so I could, you know, it could be. Easy you know to what my favorite conspiracy is about the UFOs? No, that our government already has uh, an accord. I think Eisenhower made the accord. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that and, would make men and, in black autobiography uh, historic, right? Yeah, and. Uh, and that they can uh, abduct like so many people from our national forests. Oh, it's like, and the, that's the missing four one one. Japanese <laughs> whaling fleet. Like, huh? Yeah, they allowed to take a certain amount every year, harvest a certain amount. Yep, yep. But you've heard of the missing four one one? There's like thousands of people that go miss that have gone missing in national forests. Okay, but like, or they're found like dead later but what's crazy is it they have a lot of similarities where like the person is with a bunch of other people they just get separated for just a moment right and typically the person knows the area very well and wouldn't get lost there okay and then they go completely missing the area is searched you know and then like two weeks later they'll find them like right there where they'd already searched a bunch of times damn that was like that unsolved mysteries and that new did you watch the new that's unsolved mysteries? i think one of those is that and that kid went missing in that hick town and he yeah. was he was a african-american kid and then they found him like 500 feet behind the house oh creepy man so i yeah i'm conscious of that uh I don't know. I don't want to be probed, but I think it would be better if I just went willingly. You wouldn't fight? No. No? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't even have a choice. I maybe they just like a put about, you in stasis. I'm, yeah, I don't think so. They have that brain control shit. They just freeze you up. That's what I've heard. Like all the, you know, like all the encounter, close uh-huh. encounter stories are like they are able to just like freeze you, um, like paralyze you basically. Damn. Like mentally just paralyze you and you're just fucked. Well, if they're going to kill you, I guess it doesn't really matter, you know? I know. They just sever the spinal cord at the base of the brain and you're paralyzed. Yeah. And No, I think they just use their mind power and they just want to poke around a little and then... Leave you dead? Spray you with liquor. I love that on The Simpsons where the aliens... Spray <laughs> with liquor. They, they so spray him with they rum. They leave him. Yeah. <laughs> spray him with rum and yeah, kick him out. Take over Clinton and uh, Bob Dole. Like, right? Sure thing, Remy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame me i voted for kodos <laughs> Shit. yeah maybe that's what it is maybe i don't yeah it uh 
It wouldn't be the worst thing the government's ever done, you know? No, no. I mean, yeah, stay out of the woods unless yeah. you're armed, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and just start But blasting. even then, like, it has been armed hunters that have gone apart. But, I mean, those are those are national forests out west. Yeah, there's some sketchy shit out there. I try to stay on the county lands, little hundred acre what squares. Is that? <laughs> what is that big? Yeah, what is that big area of California where they grow all that pot illegally out there in the mountains, and people go dis- oh, they disappear um, all the time out there? Yeah, Murder Mountain was the yeah. documentary series on yeah. hum- Humboldt County. Humboldt County, that was yeah. it. Yeah, there's some sketchy shit happening out it there. It sounded huh? nice though. Yeah. Like the amount of freedom that that people were living, like they were just subsiding and, yeah. you know, doing what they wanted to do. Yeah, it, bundling weed and smoking out every night, and right, isn't that what sure. they were doing? Yeah, but I mean, like, it seemed like it was more than that, though. Like it was a free state. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. it was like a lifestyle. They, they police their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think that? I mean, there's got to be a lot of criminality with that, though. Yeah, but I mean, that's the, you know, you're choosing that. Sure. I don't think any of those people that live there are, it, it from the documentary, it made it seem like nobody chose, or everybody chose to go there. Oh, yeah, I don't think anybody went unwillingly. Yeah. So, I mean, if yeah. that's what you're you're into. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, have you ever seen Skatopia? I, I've heard the name. I don't know that I've seen so it. So there's this place out in Ohio. And I wish I would have known about it when I was younger. And I like, cause I know I would have went. Is that that theme park where like- it's like this dude owns a big piece of property and they build, they just add on to it every year, a section of the skate park. And all that they ask is you come and help out. And it's, it's kind of like the dust bowl was doing, huh? Yeah. It's kind of like a, like a year long, I don't want to call it a burning man, but a pilgrimage, but it's like a, no, it's just like a place you can go and skate and it's all free and there's, a lot of parties and shows and stuff, punk rock music. Just camp out or what? Find a place? Yeah, I think that's what, yeah, it's a big piece of land. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's called Skatopia. Skatopia. Yeah, I'd definitely uh, like to head out there. I know, uh, have you heard Bam Margera? Like, you can just go to his house whenever you want. Oh, really? I heard he's in rough shape. Oh, God, I... I want to say he was on a podcast recently that I listened to. I thought I read somewhere that he'd gotten kicked off. and They were doing another jackass movie, and he got kicked off of it. They wouldn't let him do anything because his alcoholism was so bad. I don't know if he's... I don't know. Hmm. The last thing I heard him on, he said he was sober again, so oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, Show up, up in the driveway. But I guess he gave out his gate code on Instagram, and he's <laughs> like, you know, he can come over. He's like, just don't take anything. You yeah, know? That's cool. As long as you don't take my shit, that's fine. Huh. You're going to lose everything. Somebody's going to fucking break an arm and sue him, and he's going to lose everything. Nah. No, I'd watch it. will happen. Maybe Would not. Would you sue him? No, you wouldn't. I just take know. a pay. He could just pay you out. Yeah, maybe. He could just pay yeah. you out. That's like, what I kind of, like, if I ever get rich, I'm just going to buy drugs and then hide them in public places and then, like, tweet about it. Like, check out the corner of 74th and 6th Street. You're like a... I'm like a giant like, apple seed, but with like drugs. A, a druggy apple seed <laughs> yeah. geocache, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you gotta have like puzzle boxes then. <laughs> uh, I need to fix. <laughs> I can't figure out the puzzle box. <laughs> Your little fix kit with it. Oh man, huh. I don't know, dude. Oh. I would. Yeah, I like those uh, little scavenger hunt adventures. Yeah, I haven't ever been on a druggy one. There's, yeah, there's geocaching's <laughs> huge around here. 
I find them without ever without hunting for them. Yeah, but I'll open them and write my name in them and Do stuff. You? Yeah, I'll, yeah. There's something else too that somebody was telling me about where they you have a little punch book that you take everywhere with you, and it's kind of like geocaching. And then at each destination, there's a All, stamp you put in your stamp book or something like that. Uh, no, they have an app. Oh, is that what it but, is? But you just do it with an app. Oh. And then it has it all on there, and then you can mark all your stuff and sure. take pictures, and everything's all in there. But I, th- I think the uh, the cemetery on Broadway with the Gandalf Tower across from Taco Bell over there. Yeah, I think there's a geocache in there. Okay, you have to go find it. Yeah, I um, I did one down in Iowa, and I had to go like into the Capitol and like count the fireplaces and all kinds of weird stuff. That's a lot of work. Yeah, dude. but I found it was a lot of work, but I found it. It was a lot of fun too. Huh. Uh, that was back when I was in college. Back when you, like, cared about, I don't know, stuff. Yeah, I guess I still care about stuff, though. Yeah, what do you care <laughs> about now? Now, um, man, what do I care about now? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I care about my kids. Yeah, that's such an obvious. That's why I was trying to like avoid that one. Um. Man, I feel like I'm on the spot. We can come back to it. I know. I care about uh I care about the the friendships and relationships that I build with people. Yeah. That's what I care Your about. Interactions. Yeah, I was just telling my buddy Pete in the last podcast about how I want to meet more strangers. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I um like the COVID thing, they keep saying, Oh, we get back to our friends and family, and I'm like, I just I've been with my friends and family, you know, I mean, I want to, I want to, I want to go to, I want to go to shows. Yeah. That's what I mean. I want to go to like the farmer's market Yeah, and, uh, just like, it's not even the mask. It's the social, the uh, lack of social interaction with other no, people. No, 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 okay, no. It's say, the, it's like the, it's that. the, it's like the, the mask virtue signaling, I guess. I don't know. I'll wear a mask as long as they tell me to. I mean, not because I'm, you know, obedient, well, work. but I'm trying to be decent for people. You know, that's my, sure. I don't miss, I, I won't miss getting halfway to the door of the grocery store and being like, shit, I forgot my mask. You know, I got to go back to my truck and get it. I won't miss having a mask up when I walk through the restaurant to go to the bathroom from my, from my table. You know, I won't miss crap like that. Yeah, I don't really even... That shit doesn't even bother me. It's... I don't know. It's other people telling other people what to do. That's what bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like... And then the social pressure that comes along with it. I think that's what bothers me. is Is the social pressure behind it. Like, if somebody chooses to wear a mask, I don't care. If uh, they choose not to, I don't care either. Like, but I don't want either one of them to be judged for their choice. I just don't want people telling me what to do. Yeah, exactly. But I also don't want people to be judged for the choice that they all they make. You know what I mean? Like, whether they want to wear it or not. Like, I don't no, know. I don't know. Fucking stupid mask. Let's. What were we talking about before? Uh, UFOs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goddamn masks. It fucking infiltrates everything. my life. Yeah, it's everywhere. Um, crop circles. Crop circles. Abductions. Probes. Probes. 
There's a documentary called The Phenomenon, not to be confused with the John Travolta film, The Phenomenon, okay. which is also a good alien movie. Um, you know what I watched the other day? Space Jam. That sounds like some social programming no, right there. No, you don't even know. That just feels like I would be... You have, being, if you've never watched it, you have to, to check it out. I don't remember. I know Michael Jordan and Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bunny. Yeah, that's like kind of uh. I was never like Cool World. Like it Roger Rabbit. Up. Like oh, yeah. it doesn't uh, hold I just up. it doesn't. Hold I not. Uh, I didn't like the cartoon real movie thing. Yeah. I never. No. I mean, they found water on Mars. There's water on the fucking moon. Yeah. But they had condensation. Oh, did they find it with the with the with there. the drone? Yeah. Did you see the drone? Yeah, wasn't that badass, dude? I've been watching all that stuff. That's yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I um, yeah that that was that was something that Elon Musk dismissed was alien life. Didn't he just recently say? Somebody just said recently that if uh, alien life is real, we better hope we don't get found. Because they're going to be far, far superior technology-wise than what we have here. Dude, we're already found, man. I think they live here. How do I know you're not a fucking alien? Well, I guess. (laughs) I don't think I am. They've got to deal with LBJ. Maybe they've infiltrated, you know, everywhere. They walk among us. Yeah. So I was talking about the phenomenon, the movie, not to be confused with John Travolta. But it's a documentary. This guy's been, he was filming the night sky for some certain amount of years, like eight to 12 years, something like that. But every night he'd go out when it was a clear night and just film the night sky all night. And he's captured some crazy stuff, like some just all kinds of stuff that you can't explain. And if you spend any amount of time doing that, you would figure out what a lot of things are. Is does he have like a telescope set up or is it just yeah. a camera pointing? No, up he's got a telescope set up. Okay. Yeah, he's got a whole like he talks about the first setup that he started with and then how he invested into it. Honestly, I heard the guy on a podcast and uh-huh. then I, you know, I think I had to go to his website and pay like seven bucks for the for the film. It was so worth it. Was it? Yeah, the stuff that that guy has filmed is just unbelievable. Um shit in the night sky like a light that just comes up super fast like stops for a minute and then just goes the other way you know just stuff like that that's the stuff of nightmares yeah all kinds of stuff like that but then there's another thing that he films and it's been filmed by other people around the world um a few other times it's called the lunar wave okay and it's like it looks like the moon almost redrawing itself like, you know how, like, a computer screen, like, would redraw itself really slowly? It looks like it does that twice. Or it looks like, I mean, people have tried to explain it as, like, oh, it's prop wash from a a plane or something. But the guys filmed prop wash from a plane going over the moon. You it know what I mean? Like yeah, it doesn't look like oh, this. All right. You know? And so, um, and like I said, other people have around the world have also filmed this phenomenon called the lunar wave. I can't explain it. It looks like space is liquid. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not liquid, why do they call it a spaceship? Uh, right. And it's a vacuum, right? <laughs> spaceship. 
I don't know. I'll have to check that out. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm a curious person, man, and I can't just believe what I'm told that I'm supposed to believe because I didn't buy that shit when I was a kid going to church because I had questions right off the bat that couldn't be answered. Oh, we never went to church. We never had to do that. <laughs> I was lucky, man. I was even in the Boy Scouts and they let us, they gave us a skate. We were allowed to. Oh, you didn't to have to. Reverend wasn't one of right your there. 12. No, no. I, no. <laughs> Trustworthy, brave. Trustworthy, loyal, hopeful. Oh, shit. What I have that? the book right there. Trustworthy, br- trustworthy, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, yeah, cheerful, cheerful, thrifty, brave, brave clean, clean, and reverent. reverent. Yeah, yeah, reverence the last one. So you, you, you didn't have to have that one. I just one. wanted to camp, man. I just wanted to spend time in the woods. Um, Chop wood. Like everything, fires. like everything, it was more child care for me. Yeah. For my parents. And so, yeah, I was in the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts. How far did you go in the Boy Scouts? I got all the way to life. Really? I only made it to Star. Ooh. Just below you. Yeah, just there. I, you know, I was in it until I was 16. I'm like driving a car. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I was a sophomore in high school and I was still. So was I. Yeah. And it was getting hard to make excuses about where I was going on weekends and shit. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what stopped you from getting your Eagle badge? Um, the three, uh, government required merit badges oh those ones are what was it local local state, state and federal, and federal. yeah they're like three required merit badges yeah. which that means they have a gold border on them which yeah. means you have to have them yeah. to get eagle and you had to like go to the fucking capital and like talk to congressmen and yeah, shit like make that appointments and stuff dude like that. and i had they had one opportunity like they all did it for a weekend and everybody got it done. And my mom was like, do you want to go do this? And I was like, fuck no, no I'll do it next time. Yeah. And I never did it. Yeah. And that's what it, it's what did it. I remember I was my chemistry or my science merit badge or something. And I thought it was going to be super cool. And we got to go, going to go on this day trip to the university and go to the science building and learn all kinds. And it was a super nerd shit on a Saturday and it was nice out and I just didn't want to be there. So I didn't get anything out of it and I didn't get my merit badge. I was like, dirty bastards. Nice. I, um, did you go to a summer camp? Yeah, we went to Camp Castle Rock. Yeah, that's where I went too. That place was fun. What troop were you in? 149, I Okay, think. I was 132. Okay, where did you guys meet? Um, at the church off, right over by Dave's dad's. That church that's got the grassy hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Road. yeah. Yeah, yep. we, we were at uh, St. Dennis. Oh, okay. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, another church. Boy yeah, Scouts meet in a church basement. Right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That's where we kept all our camping yep. gear and stuff, We did, too. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went to Camp Castle Rock, and I, dude, the rifle range, mm-hmm. I, like, killed it there, I got my dude. rifle badge there. I got the rifle, shotgun, and archery. I never did shotgun. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I did them all. Did, yeah. I don't think I got archery either. I got first aid. I got my swimming. I got yeah. I think pioneering. We built Dude, a rope bridge I or was monkey a bridge or something. Pioneering was my thing. Like I took that beyond. Like my, our campsite. Like I would build a fence like all the way around the whole camp campsite Damn. out of like logs and twine. That's cool. Like and one year, I built a reclining chair. That a boy. Yeah, it was kind of lame, but it was worth the try. Yeah. I mean, I spent Did a lot of time on it. It worked, but it was. I didn't Janky. use it. Yeah. I didn't use it a bunch. Like it was a rope, so like I could tie it up or like loosen the rope and you know yeah. put the back. 
down. I liked uh, orienteering with the map and compass and finding your way and stuff. That was fun for me. Dude, I I, doing that. I that was, was trying one of my to. Favorites. I want to teach that to my kids, but it's like they don't want to learn it. We don't need it anymore. At, I yes, GPS, you dude. Know? No, yeah. you need no life skills. Okay, I let know, me show no, you I some life skills. With you, man. Drive a van off road. <laughs> a, a manual, a manual, manual transmission. Right. Yeah, you need to drive manual transmission off road. Be able to ride a motorcycle. Motorcycle. Yeah, work your way up there. Dirt bike for sure. All right. Um, uh, quad, snowmobile, all these like little personal back a trailer up. Yeah, back up a trailer. That's a change your oil. Change your oil. These are all automobile. Um, no, like build a fire. You got a deer. Clean a fish. Or I don't think every an not everybody needs to gut field a deer. Dress, yeah, field dress an animal. Yeah. Um, the meat eater guy. They sell a handkerchief. Uh, that has like the instructions on how to field dress a deer what? on the handkerchief. Oh, that's cool. So like, you know, yeah. you just have a handkerchief with yeah. you and it's orange, bright orange. So oh, like you Comes you can, in handy. Huh? Yeah. So you use it to wipe the blood off afterwards. There you go, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I use gloves. Uh, that's a smart way to go. Uh, it's well, they, there's like, uh, the tallow and the, and the fat, like yeah. it sticks to your hands hard to wash real off. bad. Yeah, and it, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's especially if you're, it's good for the oh, skin, the but yeah, it's, it's good for the skin, just but it's just like, and yeah, uh, try not to get it all over me uh, and yeah. But, um, yeah. Did you ever go, uh, I went to Philmont. I don't know what that is. It's a uh, boy scout. Is that uh, Jamboree? No, no. It's the, it's the ranch in New Mexico. Oh no, I never, and it's there. like a, you, we took an Amtrak train all the way down there and then, uh, it's like two weeks backpacking in the mountains. Oh, shit. That sounds fun. Yeah. There's a, a whole big workup for it, too. Like, these are the kids selected. You have to, like, know a year in advance. Uh-huh. And then, like, they have, like, a hiking schedule for you. You have to build up to it. Yeah, yeah. And you have to, like, wear your pack and do these. So it was, some of it was real lame. Like, just, we're going to walk around the block this place on a Sunday morning. With and, a backpack with 40 pounds in it or yeah, something. It was, yeah. It was pointless. Um, but I was into it, man. I really just loved being out there yeah. the whole time. Like just, uh, you're so in the moment. I, I when I'm camping, I'm just in the moment the yeah. whole time and I'm a fidgety fuck. So there's always something to do at camp. Yeah. You like know, you could, there's always like, make tin, uh, or, I can, or I can move this there. <laughs> <laughs> rearrange the tarps dude you could there's always like something to keep you busy like people's you know did you ever do the uh wilderness survival yeah and i threw up like crazy because they had you do like a tinfoil dinner Uh uh-huh and it wasn't cooked all the way through it was like fucking hamburger and it wasn't cooked it was like raw hamburger yeah potatoes potatoes and and onions and yeah carrots and Here's an apple with cinnamon and, and sugar in it. I was so after. hungry. Oh, like, no. like I was starving. Food poisoning? Oh, yeah. The next day I was vomiting like crazy. But, like, I just remember the mosquitoes that night. Like, I was covered in bug spray, like, as much as I could put on. And I still had more, and it didn't matter. But they would just come and buzz right in my ears. And so it would keep me awake. Oh, yeah. And I, like, my whole like sides of my face, like, my ears are just covered in bug spray, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so, like trying to like sleep under a piece of plastic and not suffocate myself. And the mosquitoes are like on the outside of the plastic and I can still hear them. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yeah. It's miserable. Dude. It was bad. 
Was it raining? It rained when we did ours. I think it sprinkled. They took us out to, I don't know where it was, somewhere. Just took us nowhere, and they said, so, yeah. build a shelter and a fire, and yeah. then here's your food. You take a tarp and a, be- and a blanket with you is what we got, and a, a pocket knife or whatever, and we had to go out and make lean-tos with pine bows. And, yep, that's what uh, I did. Yeah, no, we weren't allowed to have fires. Nope. And uh, they gave us a bunch of weird food. I mean, now it's whatever, frog legs, stuff that you wouldn't, as a kid, oh, did they? eat. Yeah. No, they didn't do that to frog us. Frog legs and, and snails and crawfish, and that was our dinner to, to prepare us for what we might have to eat if we were ever I just remember in the, the wilderness surviving. The next day I was in miserable shape, and uh, then I, like, threw up a bunch, and then I felt great. Yeah? Yeah, and I, yeah. I uh, The last time... I went to Camp Castle Rock. I got food poisoning. Yeah. And my parents had to come up and pick me up in the middle of the night. Where was that up? Probably Mauston, Black River Falls. Well, in that area. Castle Rock Lake. Yeah. And the Castle Rock Flowage, right? Yeah. Yeah. They had, it must have been in the middle of the night. They had to drive all the way up there and pick me up because I was puking shit my guts out. I got, oh, the, rough. I got the chicken pox at a jamboree. I got the chicken pox in seventh grade. Oh, man. Oh, that's late. I never went to jamboree. Oh, I went to the, it was at Token Creek and I was just like, got super sick. And my mom was like doing some kind of activity there too, but wasn't a part of what I was doing. But my mom and I had a tent in our own camp space. Okay. And I went, I was just feeling, I sat under a tree all day and like didn't even engage in activities and nobody bothered me, which was nice. Like mm-hmm. I thought somebody was going to be like, Hey, get over here and do this. Cause I just couldn't. And then like. I went back to the tent at night and like I had chicken pox all oh, over me, dude. Damn. Yeah. Did your scoutmasters drink? What's that? Did your scoutmasters drink? Not that I knew of. Ours did. Yeah. Ours brought beer into camp and they'd stay up late playing cribbage or euchre and drinking. You could hear them popping cans all night long. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I used to take fucking hustlers to summer camp and. <laughs> I'd, uh, Use them to, I'd sell them to the kids up there. That's funny. And, uh, God, they'd go for 10, 20 bucks a pop. So oh. I'd make some good money off of that. I remember the Mickey Mutants. What was that? Oh, the ice, ice cream. cream. They'd smash them or they'd take them the a wall or whatever. They'd take a Mickey Mouse ice cream bar and then you'd ask them for a Mickey Mutant. Yeah. And I the dude that. would just smash the heck out of it with a mallet. Yeah, like whip it at the wall <laughs> or whatever. He had they had to stop throwing it at the wall. Oh, somebody get hit. Well, sanitary things. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, but you remember you had to buy your shotgun tickets and your rifle range yep. tickets for. I think rifles were a nickel and yep for shotgun bullet. was a quarter. Yeah, for yeah. Your, you had to buy shells and then buy your ice cream. And they had a Mickey Mutant and an Oreo Destructo, oh, which was know. a oreo ice cream thing that they just smashed those things look like mutants before you even opened them though yeah without smashing them yeah oh man my roommate and i were talking about that the other day about how you pop them open and look like a sloth from the goonies (laughs) like one gumball eye down where the mouth is and the other one's up on the forehead you know (laughs) it doesn't make them taste any worse when's the last time you saw an ice cream truck roaming around Uh, a couple days ago no for real yeah Couple days go up. What was your always go to for your for the ice cream truck, man? I don't know. Probably just a, I don't know. Whatever. I would. I change it up, man. You did you? You yeah. switched it up? Oh yeah. Or a push up? No. Flintstone push Flintstone up. Push up. Yep, there you go. That's what's yeah. up. <laughs> yep. Flintstone push ups. <laughs> that orange sherbet. 
Oh, man. I... The amount of sugar that I would just intake on a daily basis as a kid really blows my mind because if I give my kids any amount of sugar today, they react like dramatically from it. 20 minutes later, they are different people. Is that right? Yeah. And so like it has to be like a conscious like thing. Like here is some sugar. (laughs) <laughs> you're going to the park right now yes exactly before you get out of the car yeah like yeah. oh what time is it no you can't have that right yeah it's it's definitely not like dude i would go trick-or-treating and just have a giant bag of candy yeah and that was it yeah like i would just pure sugar yeah here's a giant bag of candy you went yeah. out and got as much as you can get <laughs> you know and like now we dump out all the candy the kids get a couple of pieces, and then I pretty much eat the rest. <laughs> you tell them that the boogeyman stole it. Yeah, but my parents never, my mom would take a couple of whatever her favorites were. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Maybe my dad took a couple too. They didn't really, you know, monitor it at all. Yeah. Yeah, We I, Halloween was, was, I'm sure they, they took, you know, what they wanted when they wanted, but... For the most part, I think my brother and I were allowed to keep most of our candy. Yeah? Yeah, we never, never, uh, I don't know. They do the um, the pranks now that I see on YouTube and stuff where parents take their kids' candy and say, oh, I ate it all, sorry. Like traumatizing their children for a laugh on YouTube. It's kind of messed up. Oh, man. I can't. I can't do any of that. No? You don't want to be internet famous? No traumatize your children no no i don't want anything to do with that i like this yeah just just hanging out yeah this is perfect man tell me something weird that you can't explain that's happened to you give me a minute to come let's come back to that okay that's fine that's fine let me think about that how about if i tell you something weird that's happened to me yeah let me hear it um okay uh do you want a recent one or a past one how's that uh how about the one that you remember most in detail okay well i'll tell you the most recent one okay um so um my dad passed away last year and like in this place and i've inherited his mobile home and that motherfucker is here (laughs) yeah oh yeah like so not only do I feel the presence like often, but then, okay. So he left me with some cars that I didn't really need. And one of them I was selling to a buddy, but I had to get the title transferred. And, but I had misplaced the key to the mailbox and I knew that the title was in the mailbox or, but I'd missed, I knew it was coming and I'd misplaced the key for like two weeks and I was, and I had looked everywhere, right? And I had, I mean, literally for two weeks, I'd been looking for it. Okay. I know it was missing. I was looking for it. And then like I was wrapping Christmas, it's present, uh, <laughs> wrapping Christmas presents. And, uh, I went to pick up the scissors from where I'd set them down on the table and the keys were sitting there right next to them. And there's no f- freaking way that they were there like ever for two weeks 
just couldn't have missed them. No, because I I adamantly like felt every piece of that surface of that table like several times, like searching that. Okay, you know, and I didn't just pick them up and put them there, like because I I went to reach for the scissors and I saw the keys and I picked them up and held them in my hands and my whole body just freaking like started vibrating and tingling and i was like what the fuck like this was this last this was in december yeah this last december just before christmas god damn yeah i don't know if i've ever experienced anything like that like this was there's no i could tell you this story but i got I something no i got something there you okay. go i knew you'd have when one. i was a little kid we lived on sergeant street and we had a uh, so it was our backyard and then on the other side of that was a bike path and then about 10, 20 feet from there was a uh, set of train tracks. And then there was the big, rough, brushy area. And then the ditch. We'd always play in the ditch and shit, you know, catching fish and stuff like that. And I had had a dream one night that uh, my mom got hit with a rock. Somebody hit her in the head with a rock. And I don't know how much time passed between the time I had that dream but my mom used to sit on the back porch of the house. Of the house, um, it was a big three three uh, season porch with big uh, windows, big big uh, screen windows. Yeah, and uh, she would sit back there and read at night and stuff like that, and do cross stitch or whatever the, the uh, craft stuff she would do. And one night, all of a sudden, we heard a big crash and a scream, and uh, rushed out there. And I was probably ten, twelve years old. Somebody had been walking down the train tracks or the bike path and hucked a rock through one of the windows. And it went through the window like directly uh, across from where she was sitting. And it hit the wall behind her. It didn't hit her in the head like in my dream. But somebody had hucked a rock through the window just to fucking throw a rock at somebody. Whoa. Yeah. And I had dreamed that she had gotten hit. So my dream wasn't technically true, I guess. I'm not a prophet. Dude, but that, it was pretty that's close. real. It was pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was talking to Mike, my buddy Mike. Uh, he was on a podcast previously, and I asked him something similar. And he was just talking about deja vu, where like he would see something happen that he'd already seen happen before, mm-hmm. and see like I've got all kinds of things that I've experienced, but not that okay. you know. So that's why I ask these questions because uh-huh. I know people have different types of experiences, like. I mean, I don't know. Physically, I can, like, feel different, I don't know, just with music and inspiration and environment and creativity, like, and then, I mean, I can get into meditation space where I can physically leave my body and, like, see myself from the outside. And, you know, so, like, everybody has, like, these... Experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're... Yeah, and they're they're I always feel like they're slightly outside our realm of physics and science and you know, like what we can measure, you know. But everybody can go into a room with a bunch of people and you can tell you can feel the one person that doesn't like you mm-hmm. or the sense of they've proven that, the sense of somebody looking at you. Yeah. Like how do you they can they can they can measure it and show that it happens. But they can't show like why or how it happens. Yeah. yeah, and so there you go. So there, we know something's there. And you know, maybe some of us looking for connections though too. Like my mom talks about, or you hear stories about 
uh, so-and-so lost somebody and at that, you know, after getting in the car, after the funeral was done, you heard their, that person's favorite song, you know, sure. stuff like that. And, or it's like, what is it? The white car theory where you notice a white car and then it's like, all you see is white cars then because your brain subconsciously is looking for that connection. Sure. I've seen more that's, I don't know. I look for those connections constantly though. So, but for me a lot more, I don't know. I, I, it's almost like I can feel the flow of society, the environment. I don't want to say the universe at this point because that's too big. But like I can just feel the flow of energy like just when I'm driving down like the belt line, I can feel the f- the energy of the city like at that particular moment. Like how does it feel driving on a Monday morning versus on a Friday afternoon? Sure. Like obviously the, the amount of cars are different, but like also like the feel of like how people are driving like more aggressively, I slowly. I get what you're saying. Like it's like going the first time I ever went to a Packer game, like yeah. get up to Lambo and like we tailgated. So we were tipsy and everything. Sure. And, uh, you know, pounding beers on the way to the stadium and, you get inside there, and it's almost like there's electric in the air. You know, there's electricity yeah. going around that you can almost feel. It's you can. It's, it's in like, your body. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's just because of the mass of people and the and the bioelectrical pulse, you know, of, of all those human bodies. But Yeah, but who's measuring that then? Right. How do you measure it? Well, there's got to be some, like, here's a scientist. I walked into this, I walked into this stadium that empty then i walked into the stadium full how does you know what i mean like you think there's some type of tool that can measure that i don't know man like the ghost hunters what are those tools that they use when they go into a place emp no emgs emg yeah emp is an electromagnetic pulse we don't want that no all of our electronics would be broken what happens then i don't know what do we do uh coronal mass ejection I don't know, man. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. Coronal mass ejection? No. It's like when the sun burps out like an extra big solar flare. Okay. Uh, the last one uh, that hit us knocked out the telegraph. Really? Yeah. And it would what? knock out. It's like a massive EMP. It would just be like a, a take out every, bomb going off. Would, you know, because of the EMP that it gets emitted from that as soon as the. Yeah, exactly. But it's like the whole earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be dark big dark ages yeah now then what I, I mean what's the kind of damage does it do does it fry the equipment like completely i think so i don't know it's just done it, it, it fried be, like, the telegraph it system like you can't pop a new fuse in and just turn everything back on i don't know i don't know how the uh, fucking power grid works uh, i don't know man I don't know either. What was but, there die hard for about that or well, something i mean like that's that? not gonna be up to me to fix it anyway no like no. i'd be out of a job i can't get ammo even uh, now no, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah i i think uh tuna and cigarettes fuck bitcoin that's invested in tuna invested and cigarettes in tuna and cigarettes i'm just gonna i'm gonna get another shed out back yeah and just stock just it stock up. it full of tuna start and digging down don't build up oh yeah that's smart yeah oh i can do that see What's the uh, the thing you got back there? The manhole. You got your target. Oh, dude, I do have a manhole over See? there. Start stockpiling. I didn't even think of that. Build a vault. Why are you telling there? all my secrets now? Everybody well, knows about knows my manhole. Where you live though, <laughs> you're all good. 
<laughs> I'm not going in that manhole. It's fucking Ninja Turtles down there. Not trying to fuck with their vigilante movement. I've been putting alligators in there for years. <laughs> uh, my dad used to have raccoons here, and then he would just let them go after they get too big. And, um, and you know, that's against the law, and I don't care because he's dead, so yeah. go and get him. Because well, <laughs> they, they pulled their own out there? On their, after, they, they're not here anymore. They used to be around. Huh. But, we had owls in the backyard. That's cool. Years ago. It was really cool. You could hear them at night, you know, in this all summer long, all spring and summer and fall, and then they had a baby. They had a big nest back there, and then the baby fell out of the nest. Oh, a whole wisdom. Yeah. Well, yeah, wisdom of owls. Um, and then the baby fell out of the nest, and it got caught between my shed and the chain link fence, and I had to call the Humane, Humane Society. Oh, you baby. can just drop them off. I wasn't going to go fuck with an owl. No, you can just put them, you just put them in a shoebox, and you drop them off. Yeah, but the mom and the dad were right there, like, watching me the whole time. They would have probably murdered me. Yeah, owls have talons. Mm-hmm. And they're silent, too. They have the you have a special like um, their wings mm-hmm. and feathers are formed in a way to give them silent flight. Yep. It's crazy, it's and true. they can fly really slowly as well, which is hard to do. Oh like, yeah, they, to, oh, yeah. to fly slow. There. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that I'm flying slow. Yeah, badass owls, man. Yeah. God, it kind of sucks with all this technology, though. Like we're not gonna we're not adapting well, are we? It's, yeah, what do you do? I mean, it's like we were talking about a minute ago with maps and compasses. and What what does happen if there's an electromagnetic pulse and everything is just fried? You know, we don't have power. You don't we have your GPS. Your car's done. You we know? starve. We don't have food. We're done. Yeah. There no, goes all There's the f- no way that the grocery store stocks, you know, can support any amount of people. No, we starve. Are you eating people? It's the next mass extinction event, you know. Are you eating people? I don't know if I could bring myself to eat a person. Could you? It depends on who it is. That one dude that shot my cats, I'll fucking eat him like before there's we're run out before. of food. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if somebody shot my dogs, I'd yeah. Yeah. Dude, they're still alive. He's Leo's got a pellet in him and Odin's got a pellet in him too. They're both still alive. Huh. He's cranky old fuck. Crazy old 80-some-year-old guy that has a giant, like, overground house and everything. Yeah. Fucking shot my cats with a pellet gun. What? Just no reason? He's crazy. Uh, He's crazy. I went to court and everything. That's mucked up, man. It's all right. I let it go. I found that he is a perfect opportunity opportunity for me to practice my patience. And cannibalism if it comes to it. <laughs> if it comes to it. Yeah. He's already well, got. You know? He's win-win. a big gardener. He's already got all the veggies right there. Yeah, yeah there you go. Just make a little stir fry. <laughs> oh, we're talking about eating people now. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You might. Uh, I don't know. Like, how do you? You either come together or you fall apart. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, it's either all or nothing. You know, it's going to be really hard to come together at this point in time, though. The way people are. Yeah, well, Everybody, I don't know. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe that's what we need something Ooh, a like a coronal that. mass ejection or a fucking alien invasion or vortex sasquatches invasion. You know, Dude, if aliens come, we're fucked. They can just paralyze them with their minds. Like, yeah, we just throw water on them, though. Oh, that's die, right. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, they're, yeah. They're not science in sync with our with our tinfoil hats. Bugs, and dude. Stuff what like if that? the tinfoil hat actually was the thing? Like, we can't. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Maybe I'll just line all my hunting hats with tinfoil. Tin there you go. Tinfoil liner. A little, little bit silver peeking over my head. No, right there. Um, honestly, I um, wear I wear a, a hex arm undergarment. Um, hex H E C S, which is human energy concealment suit. Okay. And so it's an undergarment. Well, my pants are like I can swear it's pants, but I I have a shirt and uh like a buff. You know, I can wear it as a do rag or as a face mask or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it has a Faraday cage woven into it, so which is like oh, I know uh, what a Faraday cage. Yeah, is. it's like uh, what's on the front of your microwave. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it blocks your human electromagnetic signals. So like your heart beating, your mu- muscles moving, your brain thinking. You know, this all gives off like an electromagnetic signal. Does it do anything for facial recognition software? Well, I mean, you would you're wearing a Faraday cage over your face as a mask in the first place, so I don't see how you could wear it. Like you'd have to cover your face. Would be covered with a cloth, anyways. I suppose. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm saying. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, not yeah. like it's. Yeah, sure. I just I saw something the other day where somebody made some glasses, and they I, they took LED lighting and they put them along the the le- oh and not it the shines lenses, back, but yeah. yeah, it hits back at the facial recognition cameras that they've got on every street corner now. Oh wow! Yeah, and it it blocks that whatever that infrared or the the light. Oh wow! For the camera, and it comes back. It's just a Blair, big, bright, bright white light, big bright white light, and where somebody's face should be. So that, that uh, but that has been a bonus of the masks, though. I will say that you know when you're yeah. in public and the, yeah, the I do like it too. Shit, uh, I say that I was like, nobody knows who the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah, I know it's annoying though, like because I just got Apple Pay, and. You, you need to identify with your face, face to, to pay for shit. Yeah, and I'm I like, do that. Well, this is fucking pointless. Yeah. Why don't I even have it now? I've got the Samsung pay and I disable it as soon as I, oh, I don't okay. want any of this shit. You know, you, you've already got too much of my information as it is. I'm not going to put my money through you as well. Uh, I give it all to Apple. <laughs> they already got me. They already have well, me. Well, the IRS called me the other day. They told me that I owe money and I need to send them I, I pay, or, uh, Apple Pay, Apple cards to pay really? it off. Yeah, it was some scam what shit. What about, uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, until I get the, the olds, the boomers, you know. Oh, they want you to pay with Apple Pay. Yeah. That's funny. iTunes gift cards. <laughs> well, man, it's getting pretty late. This has been fun, though. Yeah, I had a good time. You got any concluding thoughts? No, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's dude, good to catch um, up with you, and I'm glad you're doing well, man. Yeah, I'm glad you believe in aliens, dude. Yeah, yeah for sure. dude. You never told me, do you? You, you said you don't. Uh, there's Well, okay, I don't believe we're alone. Um, it's hard for me to buy the... Okay, if they're coming from another planet with technology beyond ours then they have an ability to create their own gravitational field, which allows them to bend space and time in a way that makes space irrelevant. So, therefore, you can travel beyond the speed of light because space doesn't matter. Okay. Right? I don't know anything about astro or quantum physics or anything like that. String theory? Are you just spitting out ideas? No, I, 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 I dabble in it as like a... I don't know, bro science, like listen to a quantum physics podcast and then listen to an alien podcast and then listen to a conspiracy podcast. And then you, you know mash I mean? them all together. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> how I roll, man. 
fashion. But um, I don't know. There's shit coming out of the water. Yeah. You know what? You know what I mean? You know what I have thought of is all these diseases that keep popping up and shit, this COVID and SARS and H1N1 and yeah, like the, the permafrost, the perma, what's yeah. it called? The, the ground that's perpetually frozen. And yeah. The, permafrost. And yeah. I don't know if I had the right name for yeah, it. Yeah. With that thong the way it is with the climate change and all that shit. What if this is like the earth's defense mechanism to get rid of us because well, we're fucking murdering. Well, it? that's like Marky Mark's the happening. I don't, oh, that was what the grass was killing the, everybody. The trees it? and the plants yeah. like put off a pollen that yeah. made you suicidal. Yeah, I remember. Spoiler. That. Or what if there's like shit frozen in the ice and the glaciers and shit diseases that we haven't seen for hundreds of thousands of years, dude? And it's with it thawing, the stuff's getting released and it's coming out and it's just the next. Us. Okay, after the whole COVID thing is over with. The thing that the media is going to scare you with is climate change. That's, that's the best. They've been talking about it for that, decades. No, that's, that's, we're coming oh, in full man. force. We're going to put a carbon tax in, and a carbon tax There's is just... There's been a carbon tax in place for no, years. No, but this is this is a way of enforcing a worldwide tax. Wow. And so... I mean, do yeah. you not believe climate change is real? I believe that the Earth... Yeah, I believe it's real. And I also believe that humans have contributed to it um and i think that the earth is going to be just fine i think it's us that we have to worry about the earth is just dude there carlin does a whole rant on it yeah, and i don't even want to steal right. it we're like all right the earth has fucking gone through asteroidal impacts and fucking hurricanes and, uh, and tectonic plate movements and earthquakes and volcanic eruptions and all 99.9% of everything that's ever lived on earth is already dead. Oh, absolutely. Right. What do you think that we're not going to join that? No, we're done. Exactly. At some point, the earth is going to be just fine. Well, the earth is just, I think it's going to heat up until we're done. Yeah. And And if you want to save itself down over millions of years, if you want to get behind the climate change movement to save the planet i think you're stupid i I, think that you should get behind it to save humanity i think the whole argument that individuals have i mean it's like recycle take recycling as example like the amount that an individual household recycles has almost no impact on overall on on helping the the program or helping the earth yeah. or anything like that. I'm all for holding accountable the people that fuck up the, the planet. You yeah. Know, these corporations, these mega corporations like it's, Nestle and the, the oil, you know, uh, OPEC and all of those fucking bums that are sucking our natural resources from the planet and they're doing nothing but exchanging it with pollutants and, and yeah. bullshit toxic. Dude, we chemicals. can have free energy. We could have free energy. Oh, absolutely. We could. The whole Earth could be powered by free energy, but it's money that stops it from happening. Oh, yeah. And because they. It's coal and, is, is, it's, I know. And then know. now you want me to get behind your program and your your restrictions and your regulations? That doesn't make any sense to begin with. Like it's all a farce and a lie. Like I don't follow any of it, and I'm 
Uh, I think I don't just know. don't I, litter. I let's call it all pollution. Let's not call it climate change. Right, let's not call it global warming. Scales that we're let's talking about. Let's just call there. it there's fucking pollution, man. Me throwing a plastic bottle on the ground and someone like Dupont Chemicals pumping exactly you know, ten, tens of millions of tons of chemicals into the air. How often? And there's a difference between the water. me driving my truck without an exhaust on it and somebody flying their you know luxury plane across the country. So shouldn't we hold the people that pollute more more accountable? Exactly. So that's what they're trying to do, I think, with these with these mm-hmm. bills that they're these green new deals and shit that they're trying to push through. I think it's all about accountability for the major polluters. Mm. If know? we're gonna do it right, you got we gotta wipe. The, say, you gotta nuke, fucking kick the table over. Just nuke the whales, man. <laughs> nuke the fucking whales. You kick the table over. <laughs> I want to play a different game. <laughs> this one's not fun anymore. Uh I don't want to have to eat people to get there. <laughs> and this is an asshole that shot your cats. I don't want to eat him any. No. Not even a little bit? No. He's he's old. He's probably fucking like eating beef jerky. Jerky be bad. Stringing, getting stuck in your teeth and shit. <laughs> Just gray meat. Uh Eric, this has been so much fun. Yeah, man. Thanks for inviting me, having me on here. This has been a, a hoot. Dude, I'll have you back. All right. All right. All Thanks right. a lot. Yep. Love you. All right. So if you haven't already, share this with one of your friends. Go into your phone. Look through your contacts. Look for somebody you haven't talked to for a while and just send them this podcast you don't even have to send them a message don't wait for a reply just send this podcast to them do that a couple of times then download download the discord app and join the spiritual punk rock redneck discord server and there you can find access to all the episodes and you can get into contact with me or I don't know, anybody else that's on the Discord server that uh, likes listening to this podcast too. Uh, With that, I'll catch you next time.